Costs to originate keep rising, even with more technology in the industry. The problem is the core platform. A new LOS can re-architect the process around data, not humans moving paper files. Vesta has built this LOS, and you can learn more at Vesta.com. Pulled from the hottest topics coming across our news desk, I'm Alcina Lloyd, and this is the Daily Download. Today, HousingWire's HW Plus managing editor, Brenna Nath, discusses how the mortgage industry should think about foreclosures during the nation's economic downturn. I'll also cover a forbearance report from the Mortgage Bankers Association, data from Zillow that shows a rebound in April's pending home sales, and Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac's new online resources for consumers. But before we listen, here's a brief word from our sponsor. Extraordinary challenges demand extraordinary solutions. CoreLogic is uniquely positioned to help you navigate this historic disruption. Whether it's virtual home showings, flexible employment verifications, or automated loan modification engines, CoreLogic delivers the data-driven solutions, targeted insights, and deep domain expertise trusted by the nation's most successful mortgage lenders. Explore how CoreLogic can help you today. Visit corelogic.com forward slash COVID-19. Thanks for listening, and here's Brennan Ath on how the mortgage industry should be thinking about foreclosures during the nation's economic downturn. To kick off today's daily download, we're covering the first in a three-part blog series from former CFPB director Richard Cordray. For some quick background on Cordray, he served for six years as the first director of the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau after being appointed by former President Barack Obama. In his blog, he pushes readers to rethink how they look at foreclosures, highlighting the lessons the industry has learned from the last crisis. Cordray explains that the current economic collapse raises pressing questions about what lessons we learned from the last one. No two crises are ever the same. And while they have many common elements, which flow directly from an extended plunge in economic activity, they have distinct causes and hence different trajectories. At a minimum, the reform measures that were put in place to address aspects of the prior crisis will alter the course of the next one, he explains. For this crisis, the one to look back on is the Great Recession, which lasted from December of 2007 to June of 2009, which is of special interest since it was an economic collapse brought about specifically by failures in the housing and mortgage markets. He explained that the traditional approach to housing and mortgage financing became distorted by new mortgage-based investment instruments, leverage lending, and lax underwriting, all of which turned out to be grounded in ill-founded assumptions, with two of those assumptions becoming especially problematic in leading to the Great Recession. The first assumption listed was the glib view that residential property values would always hold steady or rise over time, as had largely been the case since World War II. This assumption in turn led to dangerous developments in mortgage underwriting practices. The second assumption he lists was the related notion that the process for realizing the collateral that underpins a home loan to recapture its market value can be counted on to work effectively. He explained that assumption had less to do with the sustainability of home values and more to do with the nuts and bolts functionality of how a jilted loan holder can go about getting its money back. The mortgage market relies on the foreclosure process as the ultimate means of recovering the loan holder's collateral, and those involved in the market were willing to simply assume that the process would function capably to backstop their investments. This, too, was an error and is also where the blog concludes, ending at a cliffhanger. Corje will continue to cover this in the rest of his blogs, and for the rest of today's podcast episode, here's Alcina Lloyd.
Thank you for listening, and I'll wrap with today's top stories, beginning with a forbearance report from the Mortgage Bankers Association. According to the article, which is written by Kathleen Halley, about 4.2 million mortgages are now in forbearance, representing 8.4% of outstanding home loans. The NBA reported the numbers increased from 4.1 million mortgages last week and an 8.2% share. Measured by the type of investor, Jenny May mortgages were most likely to be in forbearance. In fact, Jenny May loan pools containing mortgages primarily backed by the Federal Housing Administration and the Veterans Administration had an 11.6% share of loans in forbearance, up from 11.3% in the prior week. In reference to the report, NBA's chief economist Mike Frattantoni said recent declines in employment and income is hitting FHA and VA borrowers harder. Our next story comes from Julia Falcon and covers Zillow's market report. According to the company, in the week ending May 10th, newly pending home sales nationwide were up almost 50% from the same period during the month of April. In May, new for sale listings are now up 12.5% month over month after the seven days ending on May 10th, but year over year, they're still down 27.6%. Overall, Zillow reports while home listings continue to bounce back, inventory still remains about 20% below last year's already low levels. As a result, home values continued their upward trajectory in April, with the typical U.S. home value growing 4.3% year over year. Today's last story also comes from Julia Falcon and announces new tools created by Fannie Mae and Freddie Mac to help consumers who have been impacted by the COVID-19 pandemic. Fannie Mae's new tool, called Here to Help, is available as an online resource for hard-hit homeowners and renters and features informative videos, fact sheets, and other resources to equip homeowners and renters with the information they need to successfully navigate their options. The portal also provides mortgage servicers and lenders with tools to better assist their consumers. Freddie Mac's new tool, called Help Starts Here, provides consumers with interactive tools to help them stay in their homes. According to Freddie Mac CEO David Brickman, the online tools are designed to ensure those affected are aware of their options so they can get the help they need now. Thanks for listening to today's top stories and the Housing Wire team will be back again tomorrow to cover the top stories that you need to know in the daily download.